Next on BYUSN, why tonight's BYU men's basketball game against last place Pepperdine is way more important than Saturday's game at Gonzaga. And Cougar fans, are you more excited for Big 12 football or Big 12 basketball? Can I just answer both? Welcome to BYU Sports Station, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Thursday, February 9th. I am Spencer Linton, alongside 1980s pop culture phenom Jason Shepard. Oh, is there something specific you're referencing? No, I'm just giving you credit for being a 1980s pop culture expert. There's, look, one. if there's, a, you know those shows, like the list shows, like the top 10 of this, if it has anything 80s related, you're watching. I know the rest of my day is done. <laughs> I, I'm, I, there's, there's no point in trying to do anything else at that point. Do you remember the, the 80s segments that VH1 did? Yeah. Those were the, so I love the great. 80s. Those were so great. They need right? to bring that back. I would watch that all okay. the time. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. If you had to pick one show from the 1980s. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't do this to me. One show. What, which show are you, you going to go with? That's my favorite or that encapsulates the 80s? Whatever. You can... Both. Okay, you just got to pick one show like that you would go with. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't. It's like picking a child. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about this. Okay, okay. We'll, come, we'll come back to that. Right, I'll, I'll think about I this. I thought you were going to say Knight Rider. Knight Rider was on the list. <laughs> Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard, He-Man. Like, it's all there. Like, it's all in the mix. Okay, okay, we'll come back to that right. for sure. Let's get to today's actual show. Uh, the importance of tonight's men's basketball game, Spencer alluded to that, we'll discuss. Reno Mahe will join us to talk Super Bowl and BYU to the Big 12. Danny Ainge doing some work ahead of the trade deadline. And Guard Young talks hits and sticks. Here are today's headlines. BYU men's basketball headed to Malibu for tonight's showdown with Pepperdine. 10 p.m. Eastern, the Cougars are an eight-point favorite right now against the Waves, who are just 1-10 in, in West Coast Conference play this season. However, BYU head coach Mark Pope says this game is way more than just getting a victory. We have to go win, and we have to go get better, right? And so it's like we're not really I mean, of course, we're grading ourselves on wins and losses, but winning is not enough. We have to win and we have to improve if we want to have a chance here in the closing weeks of the season to, to make a push. And so we're, you know, we're, you know, we're feeling all of that pressure. Malibu's been a weird place for BYU, especially in the West Coast Conference. The Cougars 7-6 and all-time at Firestone Fieldhouse. Women's basketball hosting Pepperdine tonight at the Marriott Center. The Cougars currently tied for third in the West Coast Conference with a record of seven and five. Watch the game live on BYU TV and the app at nine Eastern time. Former BYU offensive lineman Braden Kersley returns as a graduate assistant to coach with the BYU offense. He played in Provo in the 2013 and 14 seasons, transferred to Oregon State, and now after coaching stints with the San Antonio Commanders, Independence Community College in Kansas, Southwestern Oklahoma State, and the University of North Dakota, he's back in Provo. BYU softball beginning the 2023 season today. They are playing in the Puerto Vallarta College Challenge. Cougars starting things off with a double header. They will face North Carolina and then Wisconsin beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. This much I know, Violet Zavodnik is really good, and she's got the BYU Sports Nation karma, so watch, watch out. out. BYU men's tennis plays at 1 p.m. Eastern here in Provo against the University of New Mexico. The Lobos off to a 3-0 start. The Cougars 1-1 on their young season. All rise and shout. 
it's time for What's Trending. Are you hoping for some Malibu magic? Taking from the Marriott Center a magical week that put them in the tie for third place, Jason. Yeah. One, two in a row, let's keep it going. How does BYU take that energy and passion and the magic from the Marriott Center into Malibu against a Pepperdine team that has given BYU problems at Firestone Fieldhouse? In fact, Jason, we were looking at this and gosh, we feel like this is a really important game. I just stated it's more important than the Gonzaga game. Why is tonight's contest against Pepperdine more important than Saturday's showdown in Spokane? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, it's the next game. And we all know that players are like, the next game's the most important. So for that reason alone, it's important. You want to keep playing well. It's at the, you're starting to get to the end of the year. You have five games left in the regular season before you head to the Orleans Arena in Vegas for the conference tournament. If BYU wants to make sure that they get that bye to the Saturday games. Sure, top you've, four seed. You've got to be a top four seed. I don't think you get a top four seed if you lose any game against an opponent not named St. Mary's and Gonzaga. You have to win this game on the road against Pepperdine. You get the opportunity to have two teams you've already lost to come to Provo in San Francisco and Santa Clara. Those are two teams right now currently behind you in the standings. So if you're able to take care of business in these three games, you're talking about the last place Pepperdine team, and I agree with you, Malibu and Firestone Fieldhouse has been a very weird place for BYU to play. It, it has not always been kind to the Cougars. They're certainly the better team going into this game tonight, and I absolutely expect them to win the game. But th weird things have always happened. So you have to win the three games not against Gonzaga and St. Mary's to feel really confident about being one of those top four seeds. It's because the three wins and two losses that you are asking BYU to come up with over the back five, uh, assuming the losses in Moraga and in Spokane, but taking care of business at yeah. Pepperdine and then at home, would put BYU in a 9-7 and seven record position in WCC play. And looking at what everybody else has remaining, in the log jam in the middle of the WCC standings, 9-7 and seven almost assuredly will put you in a top four seed. Every other team in the conference besides St. Mary's and Gonzaga have five losses right now, all of them. LMU's got a brutal remaining schedule. BYU, too, has a tough schedule with the road games against the Gales and the Bulldogs, but they should be able to hold serve in the games they're favored and win at least three of the five. Santa Clara has the easiest remaining schedule, and San Francisco, by losing to Santa Clara, kind of played themselves right. out of any shot at finishing. They're 4-7 and seven in the conference. Yes, yeah, and they're not going to go 5-0 and oh over the back five. Okay, that, that's what San Francisco would have to do to probably push into a top five seed, or top four seed, I should say. So BYU has a path that is conducive to giving them a top four seed and the buy into Saturday if they just handle teams that they are supposed yes. to beat on paper. BYU will be favored at home against Santa Clara and against San Francisco because the Marriott Center is such a tough place to play. And they they're favored by eight tonight against Pepperdine. Just take care of business See what happens in Spokane, whatever. I mean, BYU has 
you know, pulled off stranger things in that arena at the kennel and, and against way better Gonzaga teams for that matter. So who knows? Go up there, let it fly. You make some threes. If defense shows up the way it has for BYU in recent weeks, then maybe BYU steals one back. I, I don't know. But I am banking that BYU will win at least three games to go 9-7 and seven and finish at least in fourth place. But that starts with tonight. Like, BYU cannot afford to lose tonight's game against Pepperdine because if they do, now, Jason, we're talking about BYU being the five or the six seed. Yeah, and then that adds, that adds games. That adds more opportunities. You're playing on Friday. To, 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 for something crazy to happen. BYU, at the end of the day, all of these teams are trying to position themselves and put themselves in a, in a, in a situation that stacks the deck as much as you possibly can in your favor. Sure. And if you can get a top four seed, which I think they're going to do, I'm, I'm, you and I are completely on the same page. I, I think BYU goes three and two down the stretch. You win these three games. And th like you said, you see what happens. Look, the two games that BYU had here in the Marriott Center yes. against the Gales and, the, and Gonzaga, we didn't think they were going to play out like that either. But BYU is two shots away, two unreal shots away from beating both of those teams. So take care of your business against the teams that you know that you should beat, and they should. And then go see what happens in Spokane and in Moragi. If you can do that, you have put yourself in the best position that you can under the circumstances. I'm going to tweet this out later today, but I have gone full scoreboard watching mode. <laughs> every game matters now, and every game impacts BYU and the WCC standings. So right now, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, I'm going to tell you who to root for. Obviously... BYU fans are rooting for the Cougars to win at Pepperdine. We've gone through why it's such a critical contest. Root for Gonzaga to beat San Francisco tonight. I know it's kind of weird. It's like, well, why? BYU needs chalk at the top. Yeah. You want St. Mary's? Put, put distance between yourselves yes. and the teams that are chasing For it. sure. That would give San Francisco eight losses in conference and essentially rule them out of yes. a top half finish. The interesting game here tonight is San Diego at Santa Clara. Santa Clara is a favorite, but San Diego's a weird matchup for Santa Clara. So there is a chance that the Toreros, like they did against LMU, they beat LMU, and that got BYU in the tie for third last Saturday night, root hard for San Diego to win at Santa Clara. Because if that happens, now BYU's got a real chance, seriously, a real chance to finish in third place. St. Mary's is at LMU tonight. LMU's is not going to beat St. Mary's. St. Mary's riding high. LMU's dealing with some injuries. So root for the Gales, the Bulldogs, the Toreros. And then the Pacific Tigers are within a game of BYU right now. They're at Portland, so you're rooting for the Pilots tonight. There's your WCC shakedown on the scorboard, Jason. I like it. Okay. You're going to tweet that out, Let's though. So I'm for, for watching later tonight. Every team you need to root for in the West Coast I may Conference. steal this for the pregame show Please on radio. Do. Please I do. I will give you your credit. I will say, according to Spencer Linton, these, this is who you should be cheering this for tonight. This all benefits BYU. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I know you listen to the pregame show on BYU Radio every time, so you'll hear it, of course. Jason, more than you know sometimes. <laughs> okay. More than you know. You don't, you don't have to lie. It's fine. <laughs> all right, moving on to topic number two. No, I appreciate it. Uh, BYU football, as we know, season's over. They're already looking forward and towards the upcoming Big 12 season. They can do that. Basketball, on the other hand, still has some work to do, as we just mentioned, but it won't be long before basketball can do the exact same thing and look ahead to being in the Big 12. The question, Spencer, are you more excited 
about BYU Big 12 football mm. or BYU Big 12 basketball? Ah, this is really tough for me to answer. And here's why. Most people will be like, oh, duds, football. Like, B football is king. BYU is, is playing in the Big 12 Conference. It's the moneymaker. I'm extremely excited for BYU to play Big 12 football and just Big 12 football in general next season. But I think about the prospect of BYU playing at Fog Allen Fieldhouse yeah. against the Jayhawks and then having the Jayhawks return in front of just a sold-out, packed, amped Marriott Center. And then in comes Baylor. And here comes Houston. Here comes Oklahoma State. Here comes Texas Tech. All of these teams are so good. Kansas State is a power. Texas, Oklahoma, all of those teams are going to play well, the majority, we think, yes. are going to play in the Marriott Center. So just because there are more basketball games and more opportunities for big-time teams from the top basketball conference in America, because more of those teams are going to, by nature of the schedule, visit the Marriott Center, there's just more quantity. Like, every game is massive yeah. within Big 12 basketball play. Doesn't mean that it's not going to be electric at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And football is first. Football is king. So I would say, based on the history and legacy and what the Big 12 Conference is known for most right now, mm -hmm. which is even with TCU going to the national championship and even having Texas and Oklahoma, Jason, the Big 12 is known for basketball right now. Yeah. They are so good and so powerful and so dominant that it's basketball has, like, weirdly stolen the spotlight from Big 12 football for a little bit. Yeah, you... you you cannot argue that it's the best basketball conference in the nation. And I also agree with you. You can't argue that in terms of its prestige and what it is known for, the, the basketball side of things is at a higher level than what the football is. And the football is pretty good football, too. So that's really saying something about yeah. what basketball is. For me, though, the answer is football. It's what we have focused everything on for so long yes and getting byu football into a yeah, power five yes. league so that's that's where i have to go the other thing is we'll also see football games first we will see in fact i believe the very first big 12 anything on campus will actually be women's soccer but between football and basketball we're going to see football games with a Big 12 flavor first. That's what I'm focusing on. That's got me more excited. We're going to see it first. It is, it is much more of a spectacle. We talk about college football and everything that goes on to it. You have fewer games, and it's more of an event as opposed to having multiple games a week. And I, I agree with you. The idea in basketball of having the Kansas Jayhawks here and then going to Austin for however long BYU is able to do that, a year, two, whatever. But football, this is what we have focused on all of our attention on. Every conversation has been football-related. Now that it's here, that's what I'm excited about. Now, are you more scared to play Big 12 football or Big 12 basketball? Basketball. It's an entirely different <laughs> conversation. Totally, totally different answer to a totally different question. Yes. What scares me the most is without a doubt hoops. I, th there is no wrong answer here. I'm super stoked for both. And, like, BYU, watching BYU run onto the field – in Lawrence, Kansas, on September 23rd against the Jayhawks on the football side for their first Big 12 game is going to be like an emotional it's experience. Great. I was going to say emotional. That's It the will exact be an emotional thing. experience. Like, finally, it's actually happened. And to your point, football is 
the driving force or at least the initiating force behind everything in this BYU to Big 12 movement. Football is king. We have pined for it forever. I'm super excited. So, I mean, if we're talking percentages, like, okay, I'm like an A-plus excited for Big 12 basketball, and I'm like 98%, so an A excited for, for Big 12 football. Just because I, I'm a basketball guy, like I grew up playing basketball, watching BYU in those venues as a member of that conference was beyond my wildest. So It's happening, my friend. I know. It's going to be here soon. Like I, got, I will be in Fog Allen the first time BYU plays at Kansas. I don't care if it's as a fan or I'm reporting. I will be there because it's just way too much of a spectacle. So it's, it's all happening, though. It's so exciting. You and me, you and me road trip? Let's let's make it happen. We've already we've already done one one road trip to see a to see a team. Let's let's, let's make it let's happen. Do it. Let's one. do it. Let's do it. And it was a success, right? It was a success, despite Mahomes breaking his kneecap in the game I went to with you. Shout out to Aaron Andrews. Our question of the day. Oh, there's a story there. <laughs> Our question of the day is this: Are you more excited about Big Twelve football or Big Twelve basketball? Chris Pack on Twitter says, "Football for now, because I feel like BYU can be competitive." But basketball will be so much fun seeing the elite teams on a weekly basis. Dallin Dickerson on Instagram adds, you spelled terrified wrong. <laughs> take, take out excited. Yeah, yeah. Are you more terrified? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Look, I get it. I get it. Excited, terrified, it's basically the same thing, right? I appreciate appreciate that clever post, Dallin. Well done. All right, join Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, and yours truly tonight starting at 9 Eastern time as BYU plays at last place Pepperdine. Huge game! Tip-off is at 10 Eastern from Malibu. I like to call it the boo. I'm going to be listening to your pregame while I'm simultaneously calling BYU women's basketball, Jason. You can multitask. On that level of commitment. Yes, you are. Okay. Up next, he played at a Super Bowl to Philadelphia Eagles. He was a BYU great. Reno Mahe joins us next. Who's he rooting for? Eagles or the Chiefs? Because his head coach is now in Kansas City. This is BYU Sports Nation. the good old days featuring Reno Mahe. He scored a bunch of touchdowns for BYU and had a nice stint in the NFL. Speaking of, we welcome in Reno Mahe on BYU Sports Nation alongside Jason Shepard. I'm Spencer Linton. Reno, great to have you back on the show. It's Super Bowl week. I'm sure you're feeling some torn emotions with your former head coach Andy Reid in Kansas City, but your former team, the Eagles, are on the other side. How are you handling all this? I was just taking it a day at a time, trying to stay busy with other things and not think too much of it till the day comes. Well, look, we, we notice you're, you're repping the Sky Ridge gear. You're not even focusing on football right now. You're a basketball coach. <laughs> yeah, we, we just lost a tough one Tuesday, but uh, we're still ranked pretty high and we're still pretty hopeful going into the tournament uh, in a couple weeks. So we're pretty excited of what we got going at Sky Ridge Girls Basketball. Coach Mahe is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> basketball coach. Uh, we'll get back to the basketball in just a moment because you're a Lakers guy and they're involved in some trades. So we'll get to that in a moment. But I want to ask you about your memories of Super Bowl week. We were talking to Chad Lewis about what he remembered about the madness of Super Bowl week and media day. 
What do you remember about that experience and, and what this week was like as a player? Honestly, the, the thought that just came to mind when you asked me that was the reach of uh, BYU. Uh, what I mean by that is it was a headache dealing with all the families. You know how many family members us Polynesians have. <laughs> and to get all the families out to the Super Bowl, we were in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Like It, it was a, actually a terrible place to have a Super Bowl. The, the accommodations there were tough. But BYU Nation came through um, for the Mahe family. You know, they they took care of a lot of my family members out there, people I've never met before. But because of the BYU reach, it, it was it was awesome. Well, and I don't know if people realize, like you as as athletes, as professional athletes, you have a lot of responsibilities, and you kind of get into a rhythm. When you get to the Super Bowl, it's while it's still a football game, everything about it is so much different. There's probably five to six times more media, or, or maybe even more than that, 10 times more media than normal. The, the game is obviously bigger than anything you've played in. You have longer half times. There's nothing that's really normal about anything of that game that you've done throughout the season. How do you handle that with it being so different from any other game you play in? I think, you know, uh, as a professional, and, and quite frankly, it's not very many people get to uh, get to participate in the Super Bowl. So it, it's a unique deal in itself. And uh, I, I do get somewhat nightmares thinking about it sometimes because of dealing with tickets. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. But um, at the same time, you, you try to take it in stride and uh, having a coach like Andy Reid and he, he, you know, he gone through the Super Bowl with the Packers and they won it. And, and so he, he helped us get through it. And the, mainly it's just a matter of eliminating distraction. And the hard part is the whole premise of the Super Bowl is a distraction. And so it, I mean, it did to make it worse. We lost the game. So it really is kind of a hard thing to rehash, but at the end of the day, it's kind of fun to be able to, Say you participated in the Super Bowl and you got to be there and all the flashing lights right before kickoff and running down the field. Um, it's a cool experience to to kind of go back to, but then you start getting all the, <laughs> the anxiety from yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you you mentioned Coach Reed. What what's your relationship like with him today? How often do you communicate with him still? Oh, I'll text him all the time, and he's he's awesome about that. He'll text back. I, I talk to him every now and then, but you know how busy he is and you know how um, in touch he is with a lot of players. So you, you try to be mindful of his time, but uh, it's hard not to congratulate him and all the success he's still uh, having. Do your loyalties lie with Coach Reed more than they do with your former team, the Eagles? Are you rooting for the Chiefs this weekend? So here's the funny thing. I'm rooting for Andy Reid, but to me, this is kind of an Eagles versus Eagles. Um, there's so many Eagles that I was a part of in Philadelphia at the Chiefs. Uh, you have Coach Tobes, who's a special teams coordinator, Spagnolia, Greg Lewis. So many of the guys that I was with at the Eagles who are, to me, Eagles. So this game is nothing but the Eagles versus the Eagles, and I'm cheering for Andy <laughs> Reid. <laughs> so at that, at that moment, mm. you really can't go wrong, Reno, right? You, either way, you're going to end up the, on Sunday night, you're going to be happy. 
oh, it's a Disney movie. This is nothing but a Disney movie. I'm I'm gonna enjoy this movie, and I'm it's like watching the golden buzzers on YouTube. Like I'm gonna enjoy this. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Honestly, how how do you see this playing? Look, I mean, full dis, full disclosure to you, I, I'm a Chiefs guy. That's where I was originally from. So I, I'm a Chiefs guy through and through. It's who I hope wins the game. But when you look at this matchup, what do you make of the Chiefs versus the Eagles? Uh, I think. The Chiefs have the advantage with regards to coaching. Um, I mean, I, I think the experience, but I think if I if someone told me you had to put this much money on the game, who would you bet on? I'd bet on the Eagles because they have the healthier team. All right, Reno Mahe has made his pick uh, on BYU Sports Nation. Hey, we're always here to help you do that, Reno. <laughs> I want to uh, kind of uh, address, again, your relationship with Andy Reid. Yesterday I asked Chad Lewis, like, what, when was the first time you met Andy and what was that experience like? I want to ask you the same question. What was your first impression of Andy Reid? When did you first meet him and what was that experience like? Oh, he <laughs> – it's what you would think of meeting uh, someone through the BYU family. <laughs> Let, Put it this way. So most of uh, my rookie year was done by, um, you know, I had my position coach. I had the offensive coordinator. But one of the first coaching, um, my first preseason game as a rookie, Andy Reid was standing by me as I was getting ready to come out to receive a punt return. And he, he leaned over and he's like, are you scared? <laughs> I, I, I lied to him so bad. <laughs> you probably thought, well, I wasn't until you said that. <laughs> no, I was scared. I've been scared the whole week. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I ain't scared. He knew dang well I was scared and I was lying. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. We're talking about the real Maya on BYU Sports Station. Uh, your former team, the BYU Cougars, are headed to the Big 12 Conference. Reno, the schedule was recently announced. How do you feel about BYU's prospect of playing in the Big 12 and their chances in year one as a Power 5 team? <laughs> so, it's exciting. It's so awesome. Um, I, I text a couple of my business partners like, hey, guys, should we book some flights? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, I just – I have a calling that I have to be at church every Sunday, and my wife just had a baby, so, okay, maybe I can't go to too many games. <laughs> Priorities. 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 But that, Priorities. that doesn't mean it's but, any less exciting. Yeah, like, how do you feel about the Cougars' chances in the Big 12? I, I feel great. I feel great about the uh, what they've done and loved uh, um, some of the players they've brought in, but uh, what, you know, it's kind of I'm really excited with uh, uh, Sione Boha. <laughs> so he's married to my first cousin. Mm. And um, the fact that BYU got him, I, I ran into him Saturday last week, and I was like, hey, how did they get you to come? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if people realize what they did by getting you to come to BYU. <laughs> like, I, and um, I'm, again, I, I think 
they're going to do some good stuff and I'm excited to see what they do. And it, with all that being said, let me, let me preface that, that I hope BYU nation is patient um, with this transition, you know, like, I don't want to hear things after the first game. Ah, we need like just give the give 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 the Cougars some time to you know give them a few years. But I think I think they'll surprise people. Well, look, Reno, you were part of the building process to get to this point. To to go off what you were just talking about, what do you think is the biggest hurdle that BYU will have to overcome going into this new conference and this new era of BYU football? I've always felt like it was our schedule and and health. And sometimes I felt like the independent schedule was hard to stay healthy. Um, I think the lead up might be a little bit better the where the um, the bye week is. And so just uh, again, just kind of a, a little bit more of the outsider. Now, I feel like the schedule now you have all these tougher teams week in and week out but i i think the lead up to it might be a little bit better than um what we had as an independent you know to to follow up on that when you looked at the schedule like we were doing the live show when the schedule was released and kind of going over everything when you saw the I was fact watching. That, that, that well that we appreciate it by the way thank you very much uh, like oklahoma on senior night in November, getting the Sooners in Provo. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you can't believe it, but it's true now, right? And but speaking of that, when you guys did that bit, thank you for just showing us the schedule and not making us wait mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of the show for it. We Look, we appreciate that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we're excited for it. We're excited for all of it. And I think the Big 12 really hooked us up for the first year. <laughs> Yeah, favorable schedule. Uh, Reno, it's it's great to talk with you. Um, I do need to ask you as we say goodbye, your Lakers were involved in a big trade yesterday. Do you feel good about the trade getting D'Angelo Russell back? I I am very surprised they got a good trade. But at the end of the day, honestly, I'm, I'm more of a Danny Ainge fan and all the trades he's making in <laughs> the Lakers. <laughs> it's kind of cool seeing uh, a BYU great going in there and moving things around. I love it. Well, hey, well, hey, look, we got Tony Finau to switch from being a Laker fan to a Jazz fan. We're working on you next. Done. Let's do it. <laughs> Reno, great to talk to you, man. Thanks for the time. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. You got Reno Mahe, former BYU and NFL great with us on BYU Sports Nation. He's great. Recapping some Super Bowl memories. Now, that's interesting. His take, like, oh, my gosh, it was a nightmare trying to get family there and tickets there. But that stuff, that stuff fans don't think about. No, for sure. Because we, 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 we just not – we're worried about the game and who, if our team's going to win or lose and what our Super Bowl party's yeah. going to be about. You know what I mean? The story from Andy Reid is fantastic, though. Yeah, Andy that's great. scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so great. He knew darn well I was scared. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Women's Hoops is back at the Marriott Center after three straight road games. Watch tonight as the Cougars host Pepperdine on BYU TV at 9 Eastern time. Hey, Reno just shouted out Danny Ainge. What if Mr. Ains were the GM of BYU basketball? How would things change? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
This is BYU Sports Nation to interact with the show and get great content throughout the day. Follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. He is Jason Shepard. I am Spencer Linton. Hey, is uh, Kit all washed up and ready to, to drive? I'm, re- I'm ready to hit that turbo boost. And I think you know what, <laughs> what that means. Turbo boost so we can whip it. Cougar Whip Around presented by Marist, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. All right. Uh, Danny Ainge, the CEO of the Utah Jazz. Trader Danny, wheeling and dealing. He's done it wherever he's been. Well, made some moves last night with the Jazz. We're going to turn it into a BYU question. Danny Ainge was the BYU basketball GM. Oh, man. Would the Cougars own the transfer portal? Yes. 100%. Now, I know there's no trading yes. in the transfer portal, but Danny Ainge would figure out a way to leverage the portal in some way to probably have more hard conversations with players that he didn't want at BYU. <laughs> Head over there to the transfer portal. But in turn, he would be leading the charge. BYU, if he were the GM, BYU would get more high-profile transfer portal prospects. It would happen. He is. Yes. He, he makes things happen. Danny gets what Danny wants. Yes. We've seen that time and time again. I, I don't know how it would all look. Here's what I do know would happen. That when Danny got who he wanted, the fan base of the other team would hate it because they would say their team got fleeced. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I know, because that's what Danny Ainge does to opposing teams. Quick story about Danny Ainge. I love Danny. He's so competitive. He's the guy that jokingly told me that one of his sons was not good enough to play at BYU, but then he was kind of like, and then he said, I'm, I'm kind of serious. Like, he's, he's not good enough. <laughs> he's, he does not mince words, Jason. He does not mince words, and he Tells would make like things is. happen yes. in the transfer portal. Get the guys out of here we don't want. Bring the guys in that we want and figure out a way to make it happen. That's right. All right, BYU. Sorry, this one's yours. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, sorry, I got so excited about it's talking all good. about the Pepperdine game. BYU is an eight-point favorite tonight against the aforementioned Pepperdine. How confident are you in not just BYU winning the game, but covering the eight-point spread? Yeah, I actually feel pretty good about this game tonight. I think this is a this is a pretty focused team, and they look they realize what's at stake right now. And I understand Pepperdine's coming off a, a win, their first conference win, and they did it in dramatic, unbelievable fashion. BYU's the better team here, and, and I expect them to come out and show that tonight. So yeah, I say they cover. Ooh, this has the makings of a backdoor cover on the Pepperdine side written all over it. Let's say BYU's ahead by nine with 30 seconds to go. Oh, you're getting into specific. Fouls, BYU, miss, BYU has missed free throws down the stretch in these scenarios this season so they miss some free throws Pepperdine gets a layup here and there hit a big three I could see BYU winning this game by like four or five look I don't care as long as they win get a little weird yeah like so I actually I think I hope it doesn't play out this way but I feel like Pepperdine is going to be within the eight points tonight look if it's if it ends in a Cougar win that's fine I'll take it (laughs) all right the NFL tweeted quote Andy Reid is a national treasure end quote which we all know is true uh, with this video clip from the Super Bowl interviews (laughs) Brandon Marshall here to your left Brandon Brandon wide receiver are you good (laughs) you you just come with me afterwards I'll I'll find something the greatest the top three rappers alive put this up well, Coach. do the Fat Boys count as one rapper? No, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Jay-Z, 
Um, shoot, I don't know. I, I'm missing Master P. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm giving you all the old ones. But, uh, I'll take he, Little Wayne. He just wasn't he just at our place. You got to give me an easier question than that, dog. How do you take your coffee? You know, I don't drink coffee, but um, I, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I, I don't drink it. What do you drink in the morning then to start your day? I just get up and go. I, I'm, I got endless energy for a chubby guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. He is the best. But that, we begs the question, is Andy Reid a better personality or a better football coach? I don't know, him throwing out the fat boys and Master P, like... He brings up a good question. Is that one rapper or two? <laughs> uh, he, he's an incredible personality, which makes him an even better football coach, Jason. Yeah. They are, it, it, it works together. It's a symbiotic relationship. Because he is who he is, he gets the players that want to play for him and he gets the most out of his players. He's a football coach first and foremost, yes. and there's nobody better at it right now. And he's my football coach, and he's a Hall of Fame football coach, and he's going to bring us to another Super Bowl on Sunday. I like that you said us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that, it's who you are, right? By the way, I don't know why I'm admitting this. Yesterday, I was actually listening to a Fat Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> it was Fat Boy. It was the Fat Boys with uh, Chubby Checker, the twist song. <laughs> Why I was listening, I have no wasn't idea. was spurred on by his comment? It was not. It was before any of that. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Meant to be. All right, if you missed any of our BYU TV sports interviews, shows, or games, or you just want to relive them, go to BYUSN.com or download the BYU TV app to get all of the BYU TV sports content on demand. Yeah, so download that before you download the Fat Boys <laughs> classic albums, right? <laughs> BYU Gymnastics is going to host Southern Utah tomorrow night. He's an Olympian. He's an incredible coach. Guard Young in studio to talk about the recent rise of his Form. squad. Boy, he's still the forms forever, man. Yeah. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Alongside Jason Shepard, I am Spencer Linton. As promised, we welcome in the head coach of BYU Women's Gymnastics. He is an Olympic silver medalist and has done a fantastic job with the gymnastics program at BYU. Guard Young, ladies and gentlemen, it's great to have you back in Studio B. Fun to be up here. Gymnastics season, right? It is gymnastics season. And for those that are not paying attention, first of all, you should be paying attention. And I'm going to tell you why here. Because this team, after a rocky start, has really turned things around and um, are doing some things that frankly are surprising me, guard, uh, based on what I saw in the early meets. What, what has changed for your team to kind of establish uh, a, a new high level here later in the season? You know, every year's a different year. You, you have some great seniors graduate, leave the program, and you get these new ones coming in. And so, you know, the first couple of games, you just don't know what you're really gonna get. You know, you scrimmage them, you do the reps in the gym, and but when rubber hits the mat, you know, how are they actually gonna be out there? And what I, I finally just circled up the team and I said, look, you guys are doing technically correct gymnastics. The gymnastics they're doing is technically done correctly. And when it's not, you can fix it. All right, they're working hard. This is actually one of my hardest working teams. I don't have to push them, they're pushing themselves. 
And when you do that, the offspring is this quiet confidence that comes in the meat. And they were missing that for some reason. And I just sat them down and I said, all right, no more bullies on the team. You cannot bully yourself. And that's what they were doing. They were just mm. being mean to themselves in their own heads. And I was like, you would never say that to a teammate. Why are you allowing yourself to say that to yourself? And I, you know, we did a couple of exercises. I made them talk nice about themselves. We brought out mirrors and they had to do the old, you know, <laughs> I'm good enough, the I'm daily smart affirmation. enough. Yeah. And doggone it, people like me. And it just seemed to, to, they took it to heart and it's just turned them around. Look, even when things are getting better and going well, I know as coaches, there's always still things you can get better at. What are those things right now for you guys? Uh, like I said, the, the, the technique is, is great. Um, but we're still leaving points on the table. You know, I got my All-American bar swinger who, you know, messes up and we don't count her score. Like, that's a score we want to count, you know. And so there's just very few little tweaks we can do where our, our heavy hitters can come in. And, you know, we're getting on base, but then we need the cleanup to come and, and knock it out of the park. So, you know, once we do that, then that score is even going to jump even higher. Now, with some sports psychology in play here and some daily affirmations and the quiet confidence growing, when you look at this team, what is a realistic ceiling or goal for this BYU squad right now? You know, well, we're just taking it, you know, one routine at a time, one event at a time. We went down to Cedar City, competed against the top 20 SUU team. They're a great team. We match up really well with them. They're going to put down a great routine. We're going to put down a great routine, and we're going to hang with them. And that's who we're going against on Friday. And so it's a great matchup for us, a top 20 matchup. They have a wonderful team. Uh, I've recruited most of those players. <laughs> so it's fun to see them out there, you know, doing their thing. But, you know, what, what we're going to do is we're just going to just one, one, of, one, one routine at a time, one event at a time. If there's a mistake, you know, it's like back your teammate up, got, get their back. And, and, you know, hopefully put down a, you know, our goal is 24 hits in a, in a meet. So 24 out of 24, that's what I'm going for. Look, there, we've, we've used these on B-Way Sports Nation. You've had a lot of routines that have gone viral. I, I wonder how much, how much does that help having that stuff out there for, for the program? Because stuff, what, we've had at least two that I can think of that yeah. have blown up. What's, what's that like to see some of your athletes getting that type of recognition for, for the routines? I think it's great for the sport of gymnastics. It's great for BYU gymnastics. Um, we have just the best coach in Brogan Evanson who really helps these girls you know, match their musicality and their artistry with their athleticism. And it really is a, a relationship that you have to build over time. But, you know, that's our sport. It's not even about what you do. It's how you look doing it. And so <laughs> we're, we're, you're constantly being judged, yeah. you know? So uh, yeah, I think it's great for these girls to get that, you know, accolades, you know, as, as gymnastics, you know, you kind of get that every four years in the Olympics. So, you know, NCAA women's gymnastics right now is on a high. Um, you know, NIL has its ups and downs and its ebbs and flows. But one thing that's been great is our Olympians are able to go to the Olympics, have success when they're in high school, you know, get their face on a Wheaties box, go dancing with the stars, and yet still come and play in, in NCAA. It's fantastic. And that's awesome yes. to, for our sport. 
to have our stars out there. Guard Young, the head coach of BYU Gymnastics, with us on BYU Sports Nation. You can watch Guard and the Cougars tomorrow night, as you mentioned, against a really, really solid Southern Utah team, top 20 caliber squad. You just saw them in Cedar City. That'll be live tomorrow on BYU TV at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 Mountain, including Rebecca Bean Ripley's Barbie Girl routine, <laughs> which has gone viral. When you prepare for a return meet, and this happens in gymnastics, especially in the MRGC, where you're there and then they're immediately back the next week. What, what kind of factor is there in a dual meet? Like how much does it matter to win the dual meet compared to just getting better as a team and improving on your own score? Yeah, ours is a tricky sport because it's all about that score. You know, the home score and the away score. And you want three good home scores, you want three good away scores, and that ends up giving you your national ranking to help you get into the, the tournament. And so wins and losses in our sport don't play into effect. But, yeah, we want to win. Yeah, we want to take it to them. We, we, you know, how, how do we go down to Cedar City and, like, five of their six floor workers get personal best? It just seems to happen down there, okay? <laughs> but they have a great crowd. I mean, we were, we were on the balance beam down in Cedar City, and the students started the wave. And it went around their little 6,000-seat arena. It was awesome at a gymnastics meet. They're doing the wave. So it's a great atmosphere for gymnastics down. They've built one heck of a program. Um, it's a great place to go. But, yeah, we want to beat them. What, what do you think your chances are for making regionals? Uh, we'll make regionals. Yeah, that's going to happen, right? Oh, yeah, that, that's, yeah, we can put that one in the vault. Okay. Yeah, we'll make that. So how that works is for those that are not familiar with the scoring, you bring up the three home scores, the three uh, road scores. Those are all accumulated. You can drop the lowest score you have, and they simultaneously drop the highest score you put together to come with the RQS or the regional qualifying score. Um, at any point, even in the struggles early in the season, were you worried that you might miss it on regionals? No. Why is that? Why? Cause that's I, knew the, yeah. I, knew the, I knew the team we had. I knew we were going to get there. I knew they would figure it out. And they are figuring oh, yeah. it out. Okay, we can't wait to watch BYU host Southern Utah tomorrow in the Marriott Center. Pack the Marriott Center. Yeah. Show up yeah, and the start MC's, the wave. The MC is a great place great for venue. gymnastics meets. Really elegant, fun to watch. Every seat's a good seat. So Outstanding. Guard, thanks for coming thanks, Guard. in. Thanks, guys. We appreciate the time. All right, watch BYU Gymnastics tomorrow as they host Southern Utah at the Marriott Center. Coverage beginning at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. And up next, uh, it's my least favorite time of the week these days. <laughs> we set our BYU basketball fantasy lineups for the weekend. I I'm just not winning. It's not fun. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Fantasy lineups. By ours, you mean yours and Jerem's, because I'm reading off Jerem's. Yeah, well, congratulations, because you're reading Jerem's. You win this week probably, too. <laughs> Whatever. He drafted Lauren Gustin, and it's yeah. made all the difference. Yeah, all right. So just a reminder, each team will feature two players from the BYU men's team, two from the women's team, and then one opponent from that week's game. So one point is awarded for each point, assist, rebounds, and steals. So Spencer, uh, are you able to, uh, to to string two wins together? Uh, you have the first transaction. Uh, well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I couldn't make it two in a row, but I'm gonna try and make it two all together. Yes. All right. Let's go. Okay. All right. Here we go. Gideon George, Spencer Johnson remain on my uh, the men's side of things for BYU basketball. Ariel Mackey Williams and Nani Falatea. 
have been really good lately. Just not quite there to overtake Lauren Gustin. I am adding, however, Drew Timmy of Gonzaga, who averages like 32 parbs, all the things you just point out, points, okay. rebounds, steals, and, and uh, blocks. If he could have a big week for me and potentially help me best Jerem. Who's Jerem got? Uh, Jerem's got Rudy Williams, uh, Foose, Lauren Gustin, Kaylee Smiler, and he's adding Julian Strother. Wow, I'm, I'm I'm surprised he didn't go with Maxwell Lewis. Maxwell Lewis for Pepperdine yeah. is a stat sheet stuffer. So so the guy that uh, ripped the heart out of, uh, of Cougar fans with the three-point shot for the win at the how Marriott could, Center. How could you do this, How, how could you do that, Jerem? How could you do this? Why would you do this to, to all of us? <laughs> so those, that's Jerem's. That's Jerem's. All right. He's got Lauren Gustin, so already he's like, it's like plus 10. You just add 10 on, like, <laughs> for having Lauren Gustin on your team. Yeah. Our question of the day, are you more excited about Big 12 football or Big 12 basketball? So many responses coming in. At Real Sports Fan on Twitter says, football, as they don't have a gauntlet of the very best teams to beat and have a better chance of winning, I think. A lot of people feel this way. They feel like BYU's going to be more competitive in football than basketball. We'll see. Our elite voice of the day, presented by PAX Healthcare Elevated. Brendan Smith on Twitter says, I'm excited for basketball. I think having the opportunity to play in the best conference in the nation and to play the best teams in the nation will be awesome to watch. Also, terrifying. <laughs> Amen. They all can be true. All can be true. Today's Rise and Shout Out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. How about we give it to Danny Ainge, former Cougar, the legend. He's uh, is the master of the NBA trade deadline. Hopefully, as a Jazz fan myself, hopefully he's not done. He's got two more hours to make some more magic happen. I mean, he's wheeling and dealing, brother. Yeah. And it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Two more hours. Our thanks to today's guest, former Philadelphia Eagle, the guy who played Randy Reed, Reno Mahe, and Guard Young of BYU Women's Gymnastics. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This and all of our shows on demand, BYUSN.com. For Jason, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Shannon Evans. We'll see you tomorrow on BYU.